Welcome back to Live Action Star Wars. I'm James. I'm Ralph. And after a week away, we are back today. And it's been the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi this last sort of couple of weeks. Everyone's been celebrating it, going to see it at the cinema. Um, we've already covered Return of the Jedi on the show. So we mm-hmm. thought, why don't we talk about the deleted scenes? Um, these are the ones, I believe they were on the Blu-ray release, but they're we're talking about the ones that are available for everyone on Disney Plus, just for yeah. these. Um, there might be and some I put the in the description below. I have a YouTube link. I just grabbed one that I thought was good. Um, it's missing the rebel stuff, but are you really missing the rebel stuff? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, we were yeah. away last week, though, so in case people aren't following uh, Invincipod, our podcast that we do about Invincible whenever we can, whenever there's anything to talk about, uh, go and follow that link. Um, Maybe maybe we'll get you to read or watch Invincible if you haven't before. Uh, and if you already have, why aren't you following that? Um, so that's why we weren't here last week. But it is good to be back. It's been nice. It was nice to have a little bit of a break as well. I thought um, after yeah, after the Mando season. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, to to yeah, have a, just... a little bit of a week away to sort of digest everything. It's been good. Yeah, yeah. I always get so much joy out of doing those Invincible pods. Yeah, yeah, you were buzzing. You've been buzzing all week about it. The the invincible fan base, it's a legitimate fan base. I don't know anyone who's complained about anything. But that's, I think that's the thing with invincible. It's it's such a smaller scale that the people that are talking about it are the people that are liking it. Whereas, you know, it's just that extrapolation out. You you sort of blow it up bigger and you make it bigger and bigger and bigger, and you're going to find that the same people are going to complain about the same stuff. But yeah, we'll see we're we're just lucky with Star Wars that, that everyone wants to talk about it at all times. I say lucky, probably not lucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, so but I haven't seen these in a long time. time. I haven't seen these in years. I think the last time I watched these was probably when the Blu-ray box set came out. Um, <laughs> I definitely went through them and watched them all then. I think I'd and that's when you that's when you consumed like like twenty eight hours of bonus features and that's it, just it. Got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, too. It's, it's like I, I I know what they all are, but like I couldn't remember the Moff Gergerod stuff at all. I, I didn't was, remember I was that at all. Really surprised and really pleasantly surprised by that stuff. Um, uh, so did you go and see Return of the Jedi this weekend at all? No, no. Uh, I went. I went with Liz on Sunday night. Um, it was really great. It's always great seeing it in the big screen. Uh, I saw it last year, if you guys remember. Um, me and Ed went to see it with the live orchestra, which was sort yeah. of a completely different experience because you're sort of half watching the movie. You know the movie inside and out, but I'm watching the band play. I'm watching this orchestra do their thing because that's what you're going for, really, when you go to see a film like that. Um, so obviously it's Return of the Jedi. It's, we all know it inside and out. But I was watching with Liz, who hadn't seen it in years has definitely seen it a few times over the years like grew up like all of us watching star wars um her dad was a fan more of a star trek fan but definitely a fan um but she it, i was getting sort of joy out of moments like join mon mothma's speech she's like oh my god that's, that's her because she watched and loved Andor. Um, and we're going through Rebels now in sort of anticipation for Ahsoka. So there's bits and bobs that are coming up that she was picking up that she probably had never really noticed or cared about before. So it's... Do they say, do they call her Mon Mothma in... Nah. 
So she knows she even though it's a different actress, mm-hmm. she knows that she she didn't bat an eyelid. There was no there was no there was no because you and I have both sort of come down on the thing now where it's like where we're getting um what's her name in uh Ahsoka. We've seen it in the trailer. Like she's basically she's playing Mon Mothma Genevieve from O'Reilly. Yeah. Genevieve, yeah, that's it. Um we've seen her now, she's playing Mon Mothma older than the Return of the Jedi Mon Mothma. Which is unless, really cool. it's, unless it's an uh, older. Do we see her in person or is it hologram? I think it's. Oh, it might be a hologram. Yeah, it could be an older transmission. Doesn't matter. But if it's still, if they just use her, that's fine. I think so. And 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 in the same way that I have come around and don't have a problem with it being Hayden at the end, the Force Ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's one of those changes that I don't think they will. But if they ever did want to go back and tweak and change and put Genevieve O'Reilly in there, I don't think I'd have a problem with it. As, right. It's no disrespect to the original actress. It's just for the continuity sake of it all. Like it's it's right. nice. It's the emperor. Yeah, exactly. The same as ancient yeah. the emperor strikes back. Yeah. Um, and it's it's great, but I really I really liked watching it with someone who hasn't seen it in a long time and sort of had some fresh ideas. Her thoughts on it coming out were like, "Wow!" Like all of the aliens were really gooey in in 1983 and i and i was watching it and yeah seeing it projected on the big screen you really get a sense that like the ilm creature shop were really really like the how they made things look textured and real and alive was just you know liquid and jab is just drooling and snotty the whole time and they're things that you forget when you're watching it at home or however you're sort of just consuming it normally that you really see when it's on the big screen um yeah. loved it loved it it was really good um but it's now fun to see some of the other stuff that we haven't seen well i haven't seen in a long time and can i just say like i wish they were all in so Almost every single thing i wish was back in the movie would you so that's the, my biggest takeaway with watching these scenes was a lot of them aren't uh, there's a couple of them that are deleted scenes but then there's a couple of them that are definitely alternate scenes or extended versions of scenes uh, right. more than full-on just deleted so the the one in particular the the alternate scene is the, the when they're leaving Tatooine the sort of the the sandstorm which I believe yeah. was the first thing they were shooting for the film if I remember the story right um I've got the making of book back here I could just go and have a look but if mm. I remember the story right that was the first thing they were shooting and they were plagued with this massive sandstorm um, they needed to keep production rolling. Maybe they were behind, and that's when why they had to go with it and couldn't reshoot it. Um, yeah, that that scene, dialogue and everything, it's it's exactly the same as the scene when the Falcon's flying off this way and Luke and his X-wing is flying off this way. Yeah, it's the same dialogue. Uh, the scene is cooler though because in in Return of the Jedi, we don't see a fully built Falcon anywhere. No, there's map paintings, and like that's it. Yeah, and then the interior set, but there isn't. So, yeah, like, there isn't the exterior. You're losing a lot of production value because the Falcon, and even though this is like really, really shitty prints, uh, the the Falcon and the X-wing look amazing in the sandstorm. And also, was there a Y-wing? I think when they're first walking up, I think that there's a nose of a Y-wing. Um, I didn't. I know. See that. It, I. I I would need to go back again, but I'm pretty sure that there's the nose of a Y-Wing, which if you think about who's there and the times that they get there, because when we see the wide shot in the the other deleted scene, you see 
Luke's X-Wing and the Falcon are sort of down in yeah. that sort of valley that they're parked in. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw a Y-Wing, so it could be that Layers. someone else arrived later. Yeah, Leia arrived later maybe, or someone else arrived at a different sort of point in time. Must, I, I'm, th- I'm assuming it's Leia's. Yeah, Leia. Because Chewie, Chewie showed up in the Falcon mm-hmm. with Lando. Yeah. Luke in his X-Wing, how did, how did Leia get there? Yeah. If if, yeah. if if Princess Leia flew in a, a Y-wing, that's amazing. That'd be awesome. That's to see. really amazing to me. Yeah. Um, because I love Y-wings. Mm. I really. I might. I might be completely mistaken. And it's just the nose of an X-wing that we see, but I'm. I'm fairly certain we see them walk past a Y-wing, um, the front of, uh, which is super cool. Y-wings are always fun to see. Well, if they if it if there was a Y-wing, they left it behind, yeah. along with. Uh, Luke's ladder, like how many of how many ladders are just everywhere? Just disposable ladders, yes, right. it's not great. <laughs> they do, I'm trying to they... remember. There was a map painting, and I don't remember seeing a map painting of with with the Y wing in it. Let me let me see if I can find the map painting if you yeah. want to vamp a little bit. Um, um, the rest of the scene though plays out. the The dialogue is exactly the same. It's the um, meet you back at the fleet, hurry, you know. Uh, Han, there's the the only extended bit is Han saying, "Why don't you leave that thing behind and come with us on the Falcon? It's a lot faster." Um, but Luke has uh, he has something to do, and that's that's obviously go see Yoda. It's just more of a dynamic scene. I think if they'd, if like I get why they didn't use it. The the sandstorm was really bad, but if they'd been it able to, awesome, sort of, it did look awesome. And I think if they'd maybe been able to sort of turn the weather the uh, like actual naturally occurring weather down by like 10 15 it would have been totally usable um because you can adr all the dialogue that's not a problem but it's just a case of they can't see a thing there's there's just them stumbling through the dust um it definitely adds a lot of texture though um it was cool and it just it it makes their i say escape it makes them leaving tatooine just as as I said, more dynamic than just you see them flying off. It, I get the transition of it. It it's sort of probably more concise. Um, oh, we've found it. There you go. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the matte painting from from the other side. But, but because R two and three P R are there, mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything. They get sent first. Yeah, yeah. Then Leia may come in after she's busy. Mm-hmm. So it could have been a Y wing. Um, we don't know. Yeah. It's cool. And it's, yeah, it would, I guess it would just sort of explain why they go in the order that they go. Um, still doesn't explain necessarily why Luke just sort of hangs back for last, but he's got yeah, that kind of makes lightsaber. It, it makes, well, yeah. I mean, it makes more, well, no, because his lightsaber is done yeah. and he's got to stick it in R2. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, it kind of, yeah. it kind of exposes the plan a little bit more. But there's something that I really like about this scene. Uh, a couple things. First of all, getting to see a lightsaber built. We still haven't seen it in live action. And it mm-hmm. drives me nuts. I feel like there's so many opportunities to, the, to see that happen. There's a there's a droid in the Ahsoka trailer. The, um, the right. one, the, the Doctor Who the guy. Um, yeah, who's been around for like thousands and thousands of years. Who in, in the Clone Wars is the guy who helps them build lightsabers so maybe maybe we'll see someone building a lightsaber 
Yeah. So there's cool. that, which is interesting. And then this plays off or plays off of Empire Strikes Back, where it's this um, Vader is still reaching out to Luke mm-hmm. uh, through the Force. Yeah. Um, which, uh, which I like. And which kind of sets up the last Jedi. Like I guarantee you, Ryan Johnson saw this, thought thought this was a cool idea, and sort of brought it back yeah. into Star Wars. Um, because we only get a glimpse of it at the beginning of um, Return of the or at the begin or at the end of uh, Empire. end of end of Empire. It's, it's Luke's on the Falcon. It's the so father it really, son. Yeah, it's really nice to have this sort of through line, and also like this feels more like a sequel with that in it. Like it's mm. like oh. This is where we, it reminds you where you left off. It's not just a, get... a new episode telling a different story. Right. Yeah. Right. I like that it's still a reminder that Vader is out there and he's been bugging Luke. Like, but that's it. Nonstop. It's, it's, yeah. It's, if that's, if that has been what's been happening, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Um, yeah. Obviously it's a deleted scene. So things aren't sort of considered strictly canon anymore. They, they'll pull them when they can. Um, and the Marvel comics have been telling what's happening in between films. That's sort of what they've done since Marvel right. took over. Um, so we've been getting a lot of what's been going on with Luke and he's, he's been struggling with his training and sort of basically having to self train at this point in time. A lot happens. They've, they've packed a lot into that six months. If it is still just considered six months, um, probably too much. He's, he's had a whole yellow lightsaber that he's only just lost recently and i think they're they're getting up to the point where he's gonna come and construct his nice green one um in those books um mixed feelings about it personally um Mm. but i i get i guess the only downside of the seeing the luke early is again it's exposing the plan seeing luke have another lightsaber takes away the reveal of Boom, Luke has a lightsaber. Last time you saw him, he didn't have a hand. Um, I guess. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's one of those things where you've seen it. <clears throat> and he so had a lightsaber on the poster. It's like, yeah, there's never going to be a surprise yeah. that, hey, Luke Skywalker has a lightsaber in 1983. I don't think anyone was going in thinking, oh, what's he going to do now? Um, but if it came out now, people would complain, well, where did he get the lightsaber from? So, mm-hmm. you, you, I mean, it's... It, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, if things come out now, because if it came out now with this scene, oh, what a, what a waste. What a, like, why would they show it off early? Um, it would be so much yeah. cooler if they did it uh, during the fight. And then, yeah, as you yeah. said, where do you get the other lightsaber? We need like three novels and two comic book series just about the lightsaber being built. I was curious to know, like, why, why it was deleted. What was the thought process with Lucas to to delete it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it, it, efficiency. It, like I would think, just what, trying to tighten it up. Painting. Yeah, yeah. Like they ditched matte paintings. They built that or rebuilt probably the Falcon exterior, yeah. and that's they, completely they, out of the movie. Just just the the same side that we see all the time in the other two. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, it was Empire Strikes Back. They had a full one built. Am I right? Yeah, because they're up on top of it and everything yeah. in Echo Base. Um, so it could just be that they sort of saved the section of it like by the, the landing ramp. It's literally in the movie now, you get the map paintings mm-hmm. at, uh, is, it, is it Home 1? And yeah. then you get the cockpit. 
Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And, that's, and that's we know that they had the rest of the interiors as well, which is, yeah. is really interesting. And that's what yeah. I think the biggest loss. Um, should we jump ahead and talk about those bits? Because we're talking about the Falcon. So the other scene, sure. one of the other scenes was... Um, it's listed as just uh, the the missing pilots or the missing rebels. Lost rebels. The lost the lost rebels. Um, so the it's a nine minute deleted scene, but it's just really it's a collection of takes of a bunch of different rebel pilots in cockpits. Yeah. Um, you get a couple of uh, lady pilots, which is nice to see, and it was it's mm-hmm. proof that you know yes we do only see white guys. I know mostly white guys in Return of the Jedi. There is a couple of people of color. Um, but yeah. it's you do still only see dudes. But the intention was always that you know it's it's the Rebel Alliance but, is more diverse, especially at this but point. The A-wing pilot in here is a woman, yeah, and she's in the movie dubbed yeah. by a man. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. It is weird. It's it's, it's always weird. been weird. And I mean the the first one, like her her line delivery is pretty flat, but they're all they're really going for here is just the plates like you get that when they're when you see the mon calamari later on like they're giving him like jokey right. lines just because you can put ever whatever dialogue you want under it. it it's just right yeah it's it, you just need the plates um and then yeah. you can go in and put a bigger reaction but sh- like the the they're not the best pilots they obviously went with who they thought you'd got the best reactions the best line readings and stuff out of um but it was nice seeing sort of some more diverse faces in there. Um, I like that there was an older lady. I thought that was really interesting. She definitely seemed older than the rest yeah. of the pilots. Um, and like she she misses a couple of lines, but in the same way that Harrison Ford would always be like, George, you can write this shit, but you can't say it. She's probably thinking, what the hell did they just say to me? Like, I'm I'm trying to repeat the words back, but they mean no, like they make no sense to me. Um but it was it was really fun to see. It's the sort of thing now that like well, they're wearing helmets. I don't know if the speakers are in the helmets, but uh, yeah, but can't I, be easy. Could be easy can't to be hear. Easy. <laughs> Definitely not, especially not with the hydraulics and everything moving and they're yeah. being shaken around. Um, yeah, it's it's fun to see. Like obviously, you've just got one guy operating the the targeting computer and just moving it, and they've been instructed like whenever this comes out, just sort of have a look through it and things. Uh, you know, look look around your cockpit. There, you get they're getting some stage direction, but it's mostly just being fed lines. Um, and all the lines that they were being fed are stuff from the first Death Star battle in A New Hope. Yes, uh, which yeah. is is fun because it's like, all right, dogfight Death Star. We don't know exactly how it's going to work in terms of framing it and when these are going to be used. Here's some generic lines from Star Wars dogfights. Yeah. Um, I was looking up to see if I could find it, but there's there's also shots of the interior fa- interior Falcon, <clears throat> where you see the gunner at the at one of the stations, the gunner yeah. the gunner post, General Kraken, the, the head of Alliance uh, Intelligence. He's like the the anti ISB. If you've read the so that so they use one of those. There's there's a, two that I could think of. I couldn't find either. Um, deleted scenes that are used in the. Return of the Jedi coloring book. Oh, great! And one cool. one is the gunner station. Yeah, one I think if you if you look up uh, Aaron Kraken on on Wikipedia, I'm pretty sure that the shot of him is or General Kraken or whatever he is. Um, I'm pretty sure that his his picture on there is or 
at least used to be uh of him in the 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 gunner seat but you see him in the movie he's sat behind lando um in the cockpit for a lot of the the battle so when i look up aaron kraken it it uh auto fills coloring book oh okay that's cool too <laughs> so, like let me that. see if i can find them yeah um Not there's a younger guy theory. i've i've been going back through because they've been doing they've been re-releasing a lot of the old books in their like the ultimate legends collection so and i've read the x-wing book so many times that i was like huh they've done unabridged audiobooks of these like let me check it out i had some audible credits to use so i checked out the um the audiobooks of the early rebels books where kraken and his son pash is in them and i'm guessing that the actor was irish uh, because they gave him a really thick Irish accent in the audiobook version, um, which is not at all how I'd read him in like all the times that I read those books growing up. So it was, it was jarring, but it was kind of fun. And now I sort of look at him and he's he's just got a really thick Irish accent. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, you also see a yeah. bunch of a bunch of other rebels on the Falcon, sort of actually manning the Falcon. Like they're running around, they're putting out fires, like a submarine. They're fixing things, and yeah, it makes the the Falcon more of a a fighter craft, or at least yeah, as you said, a submarine. It's something that is used for war, not just for smuggling. Um, I got to wonder what those guys are doing the rest of the time when they're not fixing stuff, um, or if they just knew, you know. We're gonna get shot up. You need we them need... on hand. Yeah, we need we need people on hand. You can't just rely on uh, Nine Numb. He's got to be doing his thing. Looking at Return of the Jedi, it's two hours and eleven minutes. I feel like they could have added some of this stuff back in. Two hours and eleven minutes in nineteen eighty three minutes though. So yeah, but I don't know because I think it's like a total of like ten minutes of stuff. Of the, Maybe of, a little bit less. I mean, this was this was nine minutes just of the the pilots. Um, well, I mean, but, I mean yeah, a lot of it is superfluous. No, 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 and a lot right. of it is superfluous. So we get obviously they weren't too sure about the the creature effects on the Mon Calamari because there's a complete alternate version of. Yeah. Uh, basically, you got to imagine they shot all of oh, uh, Admiral Akbar's stuff where he's in command of the fleet, and it was uh, General Maydeen. Yeah. Which I thought was, you know, that's why you've got Maydeen and I uh, wish. Akbar. Yeah, and I kind of wish they just had both. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my thing when I was watching the movie the other day. I was like, I love seeing, and around the, the table there's a few different species and stuff like that. But And during the briefing room you see a bunch of different species in there. Um, but... Yeah, when it gets to it, when you're seeing Home One join the battle, it is just Mon Calamari up in the the command deck, and you can sort of logic and justify it. It's like, well, they built the ships; they know the ships better than anyone else. Of course, they're going to be the people in command. It's yeah. Akbar and his probably handpicked crew. Fine, but it would be nice to have had um, Maidin like commanding something else like giving some orders yeah. to someone else the rest of the fleet or something trying to re like trying to reach the guys down on the ground because i always assumed that he was in like overall command of the ground battle and akbar is he's the fleet admiral so he's in control yeah. of the fleet um yeah I, I i liked it though it was interesting seeing it and you get to see the chair a lot more because you're not being distracted by the mon calamari everywhere you see sort of the yeah. swivel chair that he's on um 
missed a couple of lines or he his delivery wasn't the best on a couple of lines so they went with the better option and we got akbar out of it so i'm not going to complain I, pref- I think i prefer akbar to Maidine anyway um yeah 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 and where's mon mothma yeah she's i, I guess she's not in the battle did yeah did she stay behind at sullust or something maybe i don't know maybe maybe i think i'd like to think at this point in the she she i think she knows that this is their last ditch effort she should probably be there or like go down fighting maybe i maybe we'll find out yeah maybe maybe. we'll find out because i I feel like what is the 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 designated survivor like kind of thing (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, could be because leia's on the ground leia's in the battle so Mm -hmm. Yeah, this I'm, is I'm very much like, this is general layer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it could be, could be. Um, not Borsk failure. get the bunker. Yeah, got the bunker. Which is, for me, is way better. Because the way it is in the movie, it almost looks like the doors on the outside open up to the room that they go in. It, like, it they just walk in, like go that. down some steps, and, and go like that. So this... I was like, oh, well, I wish they had a couple of shots of this that you mm, can like. They had intercut. to fight their way through it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got the coverage. Like because... it was, this was an interesting one because we saw it from three different angles. We saw the the all the coverage of the same shot. Um, so you got right. to sort of after the first one, I was like, okay, cool. And then Han sticks his gun out again and takes that shot over there. And then and the guy goes down, picks up the bags. Fall. Yeah. This guy jumps over that guy, does the Finn move, because Finn loves jumping but, over dead bodies. But um, what's great is... <laughs> what's great is is that... Uh, I mean, you could just intercut this with any of the other action. Mm-hmm. And it also adds suspense to when he sets off the charges. Because they got to get out. Like, they got to get out. It's the same thing as the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. They're inside the thing when they set the charges, when, they, when it blows up, and they got to get out. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, didn't, I know they didn't show them running to get out, but I feel like, that, I don't know, that would have been yeah. fun. And it, I noticed it when I was watching the movie on Sunday that Han asks for the charges, gets the bag of charges, and then immediately throws the bag of charges to knock the guy over the railing um, into mm. like the reactor bit. I was like, I assume that the charges didn't go over the railing as well. <laughs> Otherwise they're screwed. <laughs> um, or they've yeah. got more. Um it was it was one of those things that when we were watching the movie, uh, Liz was just like, wait, hang on. Because you see the explosion in the bunker and then you see the dish going up and it's such a bigger explosion um, that she was like, how are they all right? And I was like, no, 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 no. That dish isn't where they are. They they are that long tunnel that you see in the background is like a connected tunnel to the thing. It just sort of sets the chain reaction. Uh, they're pretty yeah. far away. Where they're their specific bunker. Right. Do we get an establishing shot? Is there a map painting of the bunker when they're Not looking in... down with the with the when they're looking down at it, I think you can see it. And you can see, I think, a different bunker when they first are approaching the, the dish. Um yeah. but I don't know. The the geography of it doesn't really it makes sense for what it needs to make sense, but who cares? It's it's very much a, a who cares. I'm sure there was a lot of doors into that base. Um yeah. Yeah, it's, it's an imperial facility, sort of under that entire area. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can. I can, I can sort of see it in my head. Out. It's when they they're first approaching. It. It's when the the Ewoks are like, "No, come this way. We've got a back door." Um, yeah, 
Yeah, when they're like, there's a lot of guards um, down there. Yeah, I, maybe I should have gone to see it. I think it's still in theaters for a couple more days. That's cool. Um, probably until um, Guardians dropped. Um, we got. Yeah, we only had name? it. I, yeah, it would be. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, we only had it Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the UK. Um, but it was nice. They like they they showed it in the biggest, best screen. So. It wasn't sort of just relegated. It's pretty full too. It was it was quite busy, which was nice to see. Joe Yauza on the big screen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bad. It's, it's really, really bad. bad. It's really, really I bad. I always, I always, I always skip. I always skip. Jedi rocks every time. Mm. Uh, it's 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 awful. It's mm-hmm. so awful. I again, I think people would look back on Lopty Neck in the same way probably now. But maybe not with the effects. Like you, they'd probably go, "Oh, that music's a bit dated." This music's super dated as well, though. Like it was dated in '97. Um, yeah, it's. It, I mean, at least with Lopty Neck, you have a consistent creature thing. Yeah. Like at least, at least, Sice Noodles looks like a puppet, like everybody else looks like a puppet. But you just sort of like cover up the puppet with a CG person and like from like 1997, like pre Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Yeah. And the way that it comes out, it's like he was wanting to do it in a 3d thing. It was like the gimmicky 3d. Um, It looks more like an alien out of men in black, which was also 97 than it looks like Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's, yeah, not good, not good. I would have been fine with them chucking in some background CG aliens and stuff like that if they wanted to mess around with some full CG characters. Um, yeah. I kind of like the backing singers and things like that, but like you can add bits into it, but yeah, changing it completely is still an unnecessary thing. It's it's this movie's equivalent of Jabba the Hutt in A New Hope. It's just right. an unnecessary change. And the song's bad. And the song is really bad. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's that's the thing that we don't like about this. Um, <laughs> going back to the pilots, I just had a thought. Then um, I liked seeing the um, Sullivan and Moncal fighter pilots. I wish we'd seen those guys in the film. I don't know why we didn't. Uh, they looked fine. I thought they looked great, even on this sort of the the bad prints that we could see. Um, I would have liked to have seen them just again for the diversity of pilots uh, and to maybe again, got takes... a B-Wing because I've always assumed that like one of them at least was in a B-Wing. So we would have seen a bit more B-Wing. Actually. They always use those shots like like they don't last much longer than like three seconds. Yeah, exactly. For each of those pilots. Like, how yeah. how tough is it? They just, I don't know. I guess they just weren't happy with them. I don't know. They look really good. Mm, I thought so. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that's really weird. It, who knows? Who knows? Um. Yeah, and there's no love for Jedi Rocks. It's no, it's sorry, <laughs> it's bad. I remember back in like ninety eight, ninety nine, uh, they released uh, CD singles that had um like it it was an album for figuring Dan and the modal oh. notes and it was a single so it was like i don't know like five bucks or something like that and it came with both cantina songs okay great that's it but then they had the the size studios the max rebo band one and it had lofty neck but then it had jedi rocks 
And I was like, oh, man. Just... <laughs> did you get it anyway? Mm, I don't think I did. Okay. I think my friend, I think my friend Dylan got it. Okay. But I was like, I'm not, I'm not giving it. And the thing is, I already had the Cantina band songs on the, the, the box set that they released a few years yeah. before. Yeah. Um, Geek the Fuck Out says, uh, need more B-Wings. Agreed. Uh, yeah, B-Wings are cool. They, you, you, you barely see them. Do we get B-Wings somewhere else? Did we just get recently get a B-Wing? I think, I mean, there's B-Wings in uh, Rise of Skywalker. I think we finally see a B-Wing. Um, yeah. might see a B-Wing in the Mandalorian, like when they're approaching. No, that's a Y-Wing when they're approaching the cool beach base. Yeah, uh, yeah not enough, not enough B-Wing action. Um, it would have been cool to see. Like you get that one shot of them when the, they're all sort of going into battle. That's the only bit of them flying, I think. Um, I always remember the the Tazos in '97 when they did the like the not not Pogs, the Tazos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was that really good shot of like three B wings in action, and I was like, sweet, they're going to add some more stuff in there, um, and we're going to get some B wing fighter action, but yeah. nothing, nothing. Um, which was sad for ten year old James, but he got over it. Um, yeah, Lego by Ralph. Go check out Ralph's um, if you ever need a logo for anything. Yeah, hit me up. Hit me up. Um, Moff Jurgerod. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Um, it was nice to see him do more because he's a character that I like. He's one of those Imperial officers like Piet that I like these guys as characters. I like getting sort of more time with them and. He stands up to Vader at one point, or tries to, um, outside Why? because of orders. Because he doesn't want yeah. to deal with Palpatine. It's it's a lot closer to um, the the relationship that Snoke and Hux had, where it's like yeah. he'd he'd go and talk to him on his own. He didn't need Kylo Ren there the whole time, um, and yeah. he'd get his own set of orders. And so, yeah, Jerjarod has been talking to the Emperor, and the Emperor's like, "I don't want to be disturbed." Yada yada, whatever. Um, and you see, like the the royal guards as well. They're trying to kick Vader out. That also in the coloring book. Oh, cool. Okay, that's a that's another one I can see couldn't find was that shot of mm. of with their with their things. I believe I believe that's that. What it was. I think I've seen a still of of that of them holding it up, and it's just them. Yeah, it I probably made it into a tops playing card or or a tops probably. Card or something. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. At some point over the years, like maybe a, a, a different set later on. Um. Yeah, this it's cool. It's pretty fun. It is. He's he's obviously he's been sort of trodden on and beat down by Vader a, a fair bit as soon as he gets yeah. there. But he is he's one of those Imperial officers where it's like he's just trying to do his job. And yes, his job is shitty, mm-hmm. but he is just yeah. trying to do his job. And also, based on the later scene, it seems like he supports his men more than he supports yeah. like blowing stuff up. Like he likes history probably why the station isn't like finished because he has like i don't know like union mandated breaks for them all or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah he's so concerned about like he says we have a couple battalions down there Mm -hmm. um when when the emperor asks him to blow up the mood of andor um i i mean i don't like according to the deleted scene like it's ready to go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that the because you got the guy counting down, um, but that would have been I would have thought intercut with the Falcon 
in a falcon the, in the and yeah. down on the the ground maybe like so that we're seeing some of the peril because that would have been when they they've blown up the base but we don't really see much of the ground stuff once they've blown up the the bunker yeah. it doesn't really cut down to that too much so maybe we would have seen some scenes of them not really realizing um what was about to happen or sort of winning the day down there and thinking that it's, they've done it it's funny because you start like you see these deleted scenes you're like oh it would have been cool to see that but then you realize oh we have seen that like on Jeddah. exactly like, we've seen the death star turn towards mm-hmm. the planet from the pov of the planet we didn't get that with alderaan um and so it's nice that we are oh boy um i can't yeah. i can't x that out there's the the spam comment i can't x out yeah um if you can at least that. At least, hopefully, people only the people on Twitch will see it. I don't think everyone else will see that one. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't don't. Twitch is just full of bots, isn't it? I don't know. We don't. Twitch really does not do Twitch anymore. I mean, I'm not bothered about it. If anyone does watch us on Twitch but just doesn't comment, please send us a message on Twitter um, and let us know that you'd be sad to see us stop streaming on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. They're actually offering chat bots wow pop it up yeah <laughs> but it says it says chat bots over there yep right under you um that's so weird mm-hmm. maybe we'll stop streaming on twitch i was thinking about well, it i was I, like if i was ever playing jedi survivor and i wanted to stream it i was like i just do it straight to the youtube page i wouldn't build it with twitch twitch intimidates mm. me i don't understand it i'm old leave that for yeah i wonder if streamer has a setup where you can add I would have thought so. Maybe. An Xbox. I don't know. I'll have to have a look. I'll have to find out. Um, I want to play it through first thought, anyway. But then the problem is YouTube they 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 tend to knock stuff down if you're if you're playing copyrighted content. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So who knows? We'll look into it. We'll look into it. Potential yeah. for the future. Um I think Molly and and Alex do that. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, like loads of people stream games. It's it's huge. Yeah, and I think they use Streamyard. I, I could be wrong. Mm. And no, they definitely do for some of their streams. Um, I yeah. I recognize the UI when I'm, I I watch some of their stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's Streamyard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, do we have any other more deleted scenes? Uh, Chedorod feeling remorseful and like he does give yeah. the order to blow it up in the end. Uh, you got to assume that that is seconds before uh, the hero the of the rebellion, Wedge Antilles, does his thing, um, and yeah. then the Falcon comes and takes all the glory. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think Wedge. I think they both did it. They both did it. Yeah, it was the pl- it looked like it was a plan to yeah. do that. Yeah, they needed uh, they needed to take out the the thing there, the uh, power converter. Like how many proton torpedoes does an X wing hold? Who knows? So he depends only takes on out depends the, on what video game you're playing. <laughs> yeah, he only takes out the shield and then, or he takes out the shield and the falcon uh, uh, shield the... regulator, isn't it? Or the power yeah. the power regulator on the north side or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. But you, you a... get a guy like Wedge in there to hit that target that's it you gotta do that and i feel like it's a case of you know you you throw your best people in there just so that if one of them gets shot along the way you've got someone else to make the shot i think if 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 the falcon hadn't made it if it had been too tight for the falcon wedge could have done that on his own wedge is fucking awesome wedge is great i love wedge i 
from from like I love in Star Wars how he's kind of like, oh boy, I don't know if I could deal. He's like, oh, he seems he seems nervous. But even by the time you get to Empire, Empire. like he's already like, yeah, okay. I'm, it's I'm he's like, yeah, he's he's right years. there. Yeah, definitely. And then um, he's so confident in the. Yeah. He's 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 rogue leader. I mean, they're calling it Red Red Squadron at this point because of the like. I think I don't know. Again, this has all probably changed, but back, um, <laughs> Lucha Johnny has just done done the Lord's work and gone over and checked. And there's no one on here. Um, there's no one using Twitch. Thank you, Lucha John. Okay. Um, we can ditch it. Um, yeah. Co-host of uh, Geek the F Out. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I, it's at this point in time, like, it is Rogue Squadron still, like, from the Battle of Hoth onwards. Um, but they're calling themselves Red Squadron to honor the guys who died in the first Death Star, uh, which I always quite liked as a nice thing. Um, in the same way that you got like you got red, gold, green squadron, um, you know maybe maybe the B wings were blue squadron um, to honour the guys uh, Scarif. Scarif, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, that'd be great because the because the Moncal pilot was definitely in a different that's... cockpit. No, the the oh. the one in the deleted scene. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I always so thought. So he's probably like... in a B wing. So yeah, that'd be yeah. great. I've I've always assumed that that was a B wing, like whenever we've seen that, and I think the uh, B wings were a Mon Cal design. Um, makes sense. They're sort of quite. Can round. I just say, like, I think Admiral Radis is my favorite Mon Cal. And you've said it before. Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot. He's he's a really really good character, and yeah, yeah, it's he's a great addition. Big fan of Radis. I think I want to bring up something about Rogue One at the very end of this episode. Okay. Uh, Radis is one of these guys who I'd like to see in Andor season two when we're at um, the Yavin base. Like he's someone that yeah. I could sort of see just being there in the same way that I want like uh, Merrick and a couple of the other rebel yeah, guys. I really want them. I really want um, them. In. Those are those are the sorts of cameos that we say all the time. It's like I don't want people force fed to me, but like when it makes sense for the story, and if they're gonna be at Yavin base. Mon Mothma makes sense. Mon Mothma uh, makes perfect sense. Bail Organa makes mm-hmm. sense, kind of. Yep. Um, uh, Hell, even Callus. Callus, like, coming up, like, he would make sense if you're getting, like, really close. Because after his turn, we know that he's operating out of there as well. And with, yeah. uh, like, Alliance uh, Intelligence, which, again, all makes sense. Did Callus die in Rebels? No, Callus survives. Callus okay. uh, and Zeb are hanging out together. And we know that Zeb's still kicking it afterwards, so... Callus is out there somewhere. Eddie Pence wants that job. Yeah, Let's do it. He looks he looks like him. Mm-hmm. Get those chops. We're watching as I said, um, we're watching Rebels at the moment, and uh Liz doesn't know that Callus turns, so she sees him and she's like, oh, that guy. And I'm just like So you know Eddie, who we've had on the show, we're trying to get him as a live action Callus, but without giving away the the twist of Callus. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have much more to say about the deleted scenes. I kind of wish they were all in, just because I'd like to see a longer cut. Yeah, all in. I mean, you'd. I would. I mean, want you can even trim. You can even trim Ewok gags or some Ewok stuff, and bring in that. Yeah. Um, trim I mean, down. You'd, you'd, trim you'd down. Lose... Fucking Joe Yauza, Jedi Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trim that yeah, right yeah, down. That down. Um, yeah, I but would. I want, still I wouldn't want to see a live action. 
I wouldn't want the um, the sandstorm and them flying away because that has the same problem then as my problem with Jabba in A New Hope, which is it's redundant. The Jabba scene is the same as the Greedo scene, like for what you get. Right. So it's one or the other. Um, right. And as we've said in this, like it does make it more of a dynamic scene having the, the sandstorm. And I'm, I like Han's delivery of I'm thinking I owe you one as opposed to just I owe you one. Yeah. I like that. He's It's him and he's having a private it's moment. It's great seeing him. them together outside of the Falcon. Like it's sort of there. Like it happens in like it, it connects them. It connects them. Like mm-hmm. the first the Falcon in the beginning. What a piece of junk. And then they're they're leaving the Falcon <clears throat> for Luke one to go moment. to Dagobah. Yeah. It's like the it's the moments that you that you they get they get one of these Falcon. moments in each film though. Like it's it's the yeah. Luke saying goodbye to Han is like I really thought he'd stay. Like it's that. Yeah. It's the take care of yourself, Han. It's then Han calling Luke back and saying, May the force be with him on Echo Base. And then yeah. this moment, it's the I'm thinking I owe you one. Um because it's a private moment between the two of them, as opposed to right. he's putting it out on the channel and everyone sat around the same cockpit. Yeah. Yeah. I like it so much more. It's cool. It is cool. I really like to see all this stuff in. Just to just to just to watch it. I'm sure there's some fan cut out there. Yeah. I'm sure Topher uh, Grace has done it. But um one of the things I noticed while he's building the lightsaber yeah. was I, I it's funny how you think of like the Jedi and it's like mysticism and i know when they like construct lightsabers in the clone wars it's like floating pieces and you have Mm -hmm. to use the force to get everything in tune but with luke he had like a screwdriver and (laughs) and he was very very uh technical which i liked because um connects to ray yoda didn't tell him how no one told him he he would have read it in some books like i think that was in it was in Shadows of the Empire back when that was the sort of the story in between these two. And he's mm. in, um, it's a book in Obi-Wan's hut that he's reading about lightsaber construction. But he's also shit scared to turn it on because he doesn't know if he's got everything right. And this thing could blow up like in his hand. Yeah. It's, it's a weapon that if he turns it on and he's not connected something right, it blows up, he's dead, like party's over. And he's, he's, he has a genuine worry about that. I'm hoping this is the kind of stuff we see in that new movie coming out, supposedly, about the first Jedi. If there's That'd some cool. film coming out about the first Jedi, um, cool. I feel like a lightsaber construction scene, we got to get one. It, it's driving it's me the, nuts. If it's the but first it, Jedi, you got to think, hopefully, we see the first lightsaber. Like, maybe they right. are just using staffs or things like that beforehand yeah. and so they they translate that. They they feel the call. They find some kyber crystals or something. You know um, what I want? Go on. Wood. Yeah. I want a wooden lightsaber. And I want it I want it to be purely I want it to be like a kyber crystal in wood that's completely using the force to power it. Wow, that'd be cool. It's like a like not a mechanical thing. Mm. It's it makes it more mystical. Mm, definitely. It and before that mystical. they were just using the the wood as a staff weapon sort of thing. Or like, something, yeah. And then it's 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 basically powering up that staff weapon to be yeah lightsaber that'd be very cool i'd like it and it sort of yeah. feels arthurian as well which they've said like it, they want sort of some arthurian legend yeah. um 
that sort of feel to that film. But that's what I like about Luke making his own lightsaber using a screwdriver and stuff. It's like, it's like, you know, it shows again, that the force doesn't have to be one thing. It's, it's, uh, it's, um, it's Qui-Gon believing in the living force. Yeah. Obi-Wan believing in the cosmic force. force. Yeah. 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 And it, 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 I like that it's this sort of, I don't know. It could be anything. It doesn't have to exactly. be. No one has the answers on the force. It doesn't have to be so dogmatic. There's no, there's no clear cut. This is the force. No. It's, we know it exists. Yep. It's a thing. Uh, but it's okay to believe whatever you believe. Different. That's why Jedi understand what it is. Yeah, Jeddah um, uh, is really great. Uh, in the High Republic novels and stuff, there's been a lot of stuff on Jeddah, and it's it's a con, it's a cavalcade of Force believers, but not all Jedi. Like the the Jedi are, have quite a presence there, but there is a like a a, is there a, like council. a council of different exactly that. There's a council, no. and it's it's super interesting because some of them are like fully light. Most of them are fully light. There's one or two that they do touch on the dark side and they're kind of like, the others look at them with a bit of a side eye because there's no Sith at this point. The Sith are thought extinct. Yeah. Um, so they're not too worried about that, but they're like, mm, you guys, we don't really like how you're using that. We are worried that that could lead to some bad stuff, but you are a force user. You're, you're like, you're welcome here. Just, you know, having conversations. It's like having a meeting of religions like it's exactly that it's having a meeting religions and going this is all cool we can all be cool um need, and then and I then of course to... you get the the zealot tree of a particular religion who are like the bad guys of this bit of the high republic um who come in and mess everything up because they believe the force shouldn't be used and manipulated i need uh some sort of i really don't like reading but like stuff like this I want to know about and I think is super awesome, but I don't want to read like I, phase I, two of the high Republic to, <laughs> you know, weed all this shit out. I just, I wish it was, there's a, just a better way to present this stuff to me. Um, and they keep balking on these movies and it's like, Oh, you know, this is stuff that could happen. Mm. Um, uh, and I think that's why I like Andor is because it really gets in the nitty gritty of things. Yeah, of how this shit works, and and, and how the rebellion was coming together and everything. It's great. Why I don't gravitate towards the Mandalorian as much because it's not that. It's not how things work. It's more about the adventure and action. Yeah, um, you but, get a little uh, bit of stuff in there uh, with. I find it. I find it. Yeah, enough. I find it frustrating because it's like there's so much cool stuff that could be that, like the the nitty gritty yeah. of mandalorian or of like how the stuff on coruscant was happening all of the new republic side of things like i I want the nitty-gritty of all of that not so much but again there's a bit of star wars hopefully hopefully ahsoka is like is like the 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 andor it doesn't have to be as dense as andor but something similar that has to do with jedi because we're going to get ezra we're going to get ahsoka we're probably going to get the world between worlds the purgle and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and that's all great in uh rebels but hopefully we can like expand on some of this jedi stuff that i want that'd be cool that'd be cool um yeah this this i mean the thing is like 
that one is fully just Dave only like running the show. So, and he, he digs into that stuff when he can with the animated stuff. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I like that there's the a, Jedi. A different. I want a tale of the, the Jedi season or series that has like this council of Jedi That'd be that believe awesome. in different things. Set, like, just set during the high just... Republic. One of like, give me uh Elzar man tales of the Jedi, three episodes about Elzar man or someone else from the high Republic. Like, um, Keith Trennis going to Jeddah and hanging out there. Like, do it. That'd be great. Open up. Open up with the shot of the first Death Star and 1977 uh, X-Wings and Y-Wings and TIE Fighters and the Millennium Falcon taking out the Death Star. And then pull back into space where you see a timeline. That's and then you see, you see little moments everywhere. And then you push in to whatever timeline it is. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is either way before Star Wars, way after Star Wars, and do that anthology series where you literally see in space a timeline. And I know there's a book called Timelines coming out, or it's out. It's up there. Um, but just have, I'm sure I see that there's like graphs and it's grids. Infographic and Central is beautiful. I love but, that book. But just do, do a visual, like just start in space, start with Luke Skywalker and the Millennium Falcon, and just pull back. As mm-hmm. it explodes, as it explodes, it creates right. a, a literal timeline in space, well, and it then can you be... push it to wherever you want in there, and you get that story. Here's a little it's, moment: it's Ray opening one of the sacred Jedi texts, and you, you yeah. blow into it, and yeah, you're just getting some of these stories. Um, let's do like like I, I like visually. You can start on the Starfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's right there. Um, Make it happen. Yeah. Um, it'd be good. And like, I mean, you could, you it can easily sort of figure out your place in time with Jeddah because the statue is down or the statue is up. Um, the statue comes down in these books in the high Republic. Um, and that's sort of, yeah, of course, if you're yeah. going to show it, yeah. you're going to yeah, show yeah. it and you're going to have the moment and all of that, but it makes sense for the story, which is great. And it's, it's a big moment in the history of Jeddah. Um, yeah. but having, having that statue be upright, super cool and then you see everything else that's going on around it um you get the guardians of the wills like there's loads of stuff with the guardians of the wills in the comics and stuff at the moment um you see what they were all about they were yeah yeah it's great it's really really cool um yeah jamie kelly here as a historian loves a good timeline dude if you haven't got that book already get it like it's blind by just it's it's really really fun man we Um, keep making jeremy buy books I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'll fly through it in like 20 minutes. So <laughs> um, it's good. It's really, really nice. Um, I don't have anything else. I think we're looking at time. I don't either. That's, that's Next week, we're going to have a data link episode. And we think it's going to be a catch-all. Yeah, catch-all. Um, talk a little bit about some reason, Survivor. Talk about um, For some reason, tomorrow, visions. there might be a lot of Star Wars news. I don't know why. It yeah, it's be- weird that they didn't do it as a celebration. You'd have thought that all that stuff could have just been dropped then, but yeah, right. well, well. Um, it's, then it's in a two fun... weeks. Yeah. Yeah. What we got? In two weeks is our next regular episode mm-hmm. um, that'll appear on our audio podcast streams and here on YouTube. Um, we are going to be talking about the Return of the Jedi documentary, which I have never seen before. Oh, I don't think I have either. If it's the one I've I never seen is. this, it's called Star Wars Classic Creatures, and uh, 
as soon as as soon as we uh, put out the announcement on YouTube for this, we'll have a link in the bio for or in the in the description below for you to uh, find that and watch it. I think it's forty two minutes or forty five minutes, so okay. about the length of the episode of Andor. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's uh, presented by uh, Billy D. Williams. Oh, awesome! That's always I fun. Think he, yeah, I think he's the he's the narrator, like uh, the way Mark Hamill is for from Star Wars to Jedi, and I've never seen this. So apparently, it's just called Star Wars Classic Creatures from 1983, and it's created after Return of the Jedi or around the time of Return of the Jedi. So um, check that out. We'll have a guest, yes. um, Charlie Brigden, uh, film uh, film on wax. Mm-hmm. Um, who's who's a who's a devotee of cue the music my other podcast and, and if uh, we go long we can go long on that one because i don't have to rush off to work yeah which is nice and what's great is charlie's in your time zone that so we're gonna have a couple of a couple of brits on the show which is great um, last so time we had that I think, time. i know last time we had that was uh with samuel victor which was it was all good so yeah oh yeah i, I did i was thinking about samuel and uh, i was watching some of these scenes because he mentioned that he he filmed more than is in rogue one he couldn't tell us exactly what uh but he could tell us that he had a helmet so it makes me think that he maybe had some of these sorts of scenes as well but in rogue one. Oh yeah yeah so, we yeah yes give us give us more pilots from rogue one per con, pure conjecture on our part. absolutely we have no idea if that's true or not. um and then speaking of rogue one good movie i'm currently doing a documentary about lost mm-hmm and uh, tomorrow, um, for no reason, don't don't has nothing to do with the date. But there's a connection with the show Lost and Rogue One, and we're making an announcement tomorrow. Um, you might be able to figure that out. And if you think, if you look hard enough, um, we're making an announcement tomorrow, um, and and it's a little bit more than you think. It's a little bit more than you think with this announcement. Um, so head over to at getting lost doc. Even if you're not a fan of lost, um, go check it out. Uh, it's yep. going to be uh, really cool because there's more than more. There's more to announce than just uh, this thing. Um, and then also um, go watch lost. You have plenty of time before the movie comes out. I'm doing it. Watch lost. He's doing a rewatch. I'm going to start today. I'm gonna start doing awesome. rewatch today. That's so, um, so check that out at Getting Lost Doc. Shall I? Shall I start tweeting out? Uh, like, a, I'll just do a, a one long thread of Ed, his girlfriend Lucy, and Liz is like one or two line reactions to each episode. I've been writing them all down as as we go through. Ed and Lucy are way further ahead than Liz is, um, but I can start tweeting. I've seen out. a few. You sent me a few. They're great. They are fun. Yeah, fun. I'll have to make sure they're all appropriate, but yeah, they're all they're all very fun. So yeah, um, check that out. Awesome. Uh, Come back, follow uh, us yeah. on YouTube, um, and be back for the date link next week. Um, we want yeah, loads of people involved in chatting about all the things. Uh, Star Wars Visions, Young Jedi Adventures, Jedi Survivor. That timeline. New Visions out. Uh, it will be out. on Friday, or maybe maybe tomorrow. I don't know. It's out this for week. some reason. Yeah, probably tomorrow for some reason probably. i think yeah, it is for tomorrow reason. for some reason i don't get it, I don't get it dude. we'll get it <laughs> we've done it we've done it in the past <laughs> um, until next week though everybody uh don't give in to hate ralph celebrate the love
Ralph. <laughs> Punch it. Okay. But here, well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we need to coordinate, coordinate this May 25th uh, uh, episode. I think we're doing with Patrick. Uh, okay. Can we do that so, offline? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. May 25th. Okay, cool. What a yeah. great day. It's a great day. That is a proper Star Wars day. <laughs> All right. Celebrate the love. 